And now, live from the new house in Burbank, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. She's a comedian who may eat your cookies, but don't worry, she will definitely feel bad about it and replace them and still feel bad about it, even though you don't care anymore. It's Renee Colbert. Chef Jeff is not here, so you're just going to have to cook your own sloppy snark sandwiches tonight. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little goobers. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. The first one back since I had the baby. And we will get into all that. But first, I have to say, goobers, the chocolate-coated peanuts, not just an insult, although I do enjoy it as an insult, was sent in on Patreon. Patreon! Patreon. <laughs> 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 Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen by uh, Whitney C. Goobers. And- Great with popcorn. Ooh, now better hear, than M and M's. I oh, really? for some reason thought goobers were gummy, but they're not. They're a peanut. No. It's a chocolate or a peanut. I feel like they're yeah. the candy cousin. Ooh, is that Ooh, a thing? I like candy it. Yeah. cousin of, of raisin. raisin. Yes, but well, that's just because they're made by the same company. But I with think, peanut, right? I feel like these are right up my alley. Yeah, and I think they were advertised together on oh. Tisco and Ebert at the movies. Oh. Uh, yeah, goobers. I only ever see them at the movie theaters. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Um, yeah. Do they even have them at the not movie theaters? At the I don't store? know. I feel like they're really, you know, focusing on the theater yeah. audience. Right. I, they're really a, a cinema snack. One Walgreens yeah. real close to you that will have cinema candy in the box. That's true. It's real nice. I I'll mean, look. I hate to say it, but you know you're at a, a downscale yeah. convenience store if <laughs> yeah, you see goobers. Exactly. But they shouldn't be. They should be the opposite. Agreed. I feel like yeah. Blockbuster Video used to sell goobers. Definitely. Right. They sold a lot of like, we're going to make this like a movie experience. I miss but that. It's not. Yeah, that was fun. I miss going to Blockbuster. And having the whole, like, I just like the experience lined up for me. Yeah. These are the snacks you want. This is the movie the you thing. want. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes in high school when I didn't have any plans on a Friday night, but I was of driving age, I would just take myself to Blockbuster and wander around and then I'd check out like four movies and not watch any of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, well, I was about to say the thing that I miss is like having a movie decided because now yeah. I will, I'll get my little meal ready and then I'll just scroll through Netflix and all the others yes. and uh-huh. not end up watching anything. And the pressure to actually watch it because, yeah. you know, you have to return it. Got to turn that back. You know what is an incredible show? And I'm debating whether to tell Jeff to play the TV time theme. I think so. TV time. TV time. Jeff, you can leave this little conversation. Jeff has a cold right now. The baby is in the room with us, so Jeff is not on location. He is remote. You will, you will feel the steady hand of Jeff. That's right. Show anyway. He'll know where to put it in. Um. Okay. Pen fifteen. Oh yes. So good. So it's so good. It's, so good. We're obsessed with this show right now. It, I can't, and it was recommended by everybody. And it took me, it took me with that first episode to be like, all right. And then the, by the second one, you're just like, oh, this is genius. Yeah. It's, it's have you? Are you so guys all the funny. way through? No, no. Yeah, me neither. Halfway through, I I cannot don't want, get over how good it is. Yeah. I don't. 
I don't know how many episodes there are, and I I'm like a, to I'm end. afraid it's going to be that thing that happens when you binge watch a show where you're like, what? I'm on the second to last episode. How did that happen? Yeah. It snuck up on me. Yeah. A, uh, Pin yeah. fifteen. It's on Hulu for Hulu. people who yes. haven't heard of it. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes, and it, it it looks like Pen One Five, but it also looks like Penis, which I think is the joke. Oh. I don't even think I finished. <laughs> I did not finish my intro though. Patreon. Did I say? that the most recent bonus episode available on Patreon is with fan favorite Greg Heller. No dice. Greg um, Heller. Yeah, and if you sign up for that, you get all the previous bonus episodes as well. There is a baby crying in the background. And it's real cute. <laughs> and it's real cute. <laughs> but just a, he's just crying a little bit. Um, this is his first podcast. I know. He's nervous. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Okay, let me say hello to my guest. Renee, hello. hello. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I uh, I told you guys this already, but this is the highest honor of my life, I think. Because <laughs> I get to hear it firsthand, this baby That's story, right. before all your fans when That's it comes right. out in a few True. days. That's right. Thank you. It's it's big. I it'll be we'll be hard pressed to find something that's as good well, as this. Thank We're you. Like, we could do this ourselves, or it's like we could have someone in that seat. What energy do we want in that seat? Who we, want do we want Renee. We want we want some Renee energy. Yeah, never been more honored. <laughs> yeah, and, so. uh, yeah, I'm available if you want to tell your baby story to me. I'll listen. <laughs> I'll be here with good energy for you. And hello, Daniel. Hi. And hello, Tiny Owen. Now, he doesn't have a mic. I feel like you guys are going to be too humble. So can I say how perfect <laughs> this child is? It is aesthetically <laughs> so... He it just like is perfect. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't. I yeah. made him uncomfortable. But he doesn't know how to take a compliment. He, he just, just doesn't, doesn't like to focus. To be honest, <laughs> but just you know? his face is so symmetrical. His head is perfect. It is. It's. I. You. I think you guys are legally required to get him into modeling. I, newborn yeah. modeling. <laughs> is that what that is? I think so. Yeah, it's a new thing. I mean, we know a person who actually got what was that? She got representation for her toddler mm-hmm. and took her to some auditions. Um, you know, uh, there we go. this is working out so well. Allison was like, <laughs> we'll just have him in here. It'd be yeah. no problem. No, well, that's what we did with Elliot. We had Elliot in the room. With, sorry, I'm, I'm off mic. We had Elliot in the room at the very beginning. Did, what um, did he eat? He looks like he's. He ate at, uh, 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 eight, seven, eight, 15. Okay. Maybe yeah, he just wants a pacifier. Yeah. Um, yeah, so now we have a newborn again. It's crazy. Now, I was asking, does it feel does it feel like riding a bike? <laughs> uh, I don't know how you ride bikes. You know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you just uh, throw them around a bit, you know. <laughs> I carry bikes. Exactly. I walk down. I burp them. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. There's definitely muscle memory that snaps in. So, so it's like, oh, I know how to do this right. for sure. Um, it's the weirdest feeling when we first came home of when we saw Elliot of like, you know, we had been in the hospital for a day and a half, yeah, two days with the baby. And so you're just in that zone where you've got, okay, we've got an infant and, um, that's all deja vu because right. you're like, oh, we were here before we, were here. we, we had know an this. infant yeah. and it wasn't that long ago. It yeah. was two years ago, but I mean, it, in a way it went by really slow in a way it went by really fast. Right. And then you get home and to see Elliot, it's this weird, like, holy shit, did two years just pass in a blink? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we just did two years of this. Yeah. And I'm feeling like I'm at the beginning two years ago. It was the craziest, like, moment of time Time warp. Time is syntactic. Yeah. I can only imagine. Like, how did he get so old? 
Okay, so we're going to get into the whole birth story, but first, let's talk about the most pressing issue, Renee. Oh, yeah, that's what they want to hear. That's what the <laughs> listeners came for. They let's hear, get an update on me. They want to hear about you getting into your roommate's cookies and replacing them early in the morning, which I know from Instagram stories. Yeah. What kind of cookies? How did it go? Sure. Well, now listen, I've got this new roommate who's amazing. And I and when she moved in, I set a new precedent because I think I've talked about this in the past. I'm a, I'm a little bit of a sneaker. I will get into your food, but then I'll replace it in time. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, no, you know what? It's a new era. It's a new me. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> anymore until she got into now i know i should be buying girl scout cookies but i got through them so mm-hmm. uh keebler has uh the what are the cookies with caramel and coconut and chocolate samoas samoas yeah. so do they ca- have a version caramel of that? delights in some parts Car- of the thank country. you caramel delights i think they're called coconut dreams if oh. they're keebler uh, but it's the exact same cookie which really? by the way yeah it should be categorized as candy yes in my yeah. opinion and they are more candy a hundred percent and they're little candy bars and and uh, round discs we don't mm-hmm. call twix cookies yeah. We call it up candy. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Yep. Uh, boy, I've got a lot of beefs. Uh, first with what they're called. Second, that my roommate had them in the house. Yeah. So I had gone through all of mine, but I wasn't done eating. <laughs> so you understand my problem. It had to happen. <laughs> exactly. Few people could understand it right. better than me. Right. Yeah. Uh, so then. Better so to th- apologize than ask permission. Precisely. And. Had I not had the taste just right on my tongue, mm-hmm. I feel like I would have stopped and just be like, the package isn't even open. You can't do that. Right. Uh, and the next thing I know, the scissors are out and I'm in them. Uh, <laughs> so was I, she not when, home? No, she wasn't. Now, That's you, when yeah, it happened. No. No, when, you, when this was happening, were you already planning the, the, the corrective? Yes. Because you're uh, like, you're not just doing this and worrying about it later. You're thinking, how am oh, I going to? 100%. Yeah. yeah, I'll make sure I get them replaced. I'll make sure we take care of them. Uh, so, yeah, so I got into them. I had the whole thing. And then she uh, got home pretty late from work that night. And I was like, this is going to be great. I'll just uh, I'll just get them uh, before she comes home from work. Guess who forgot to stop by the grocery store? Uh-oh. So, uh, so she definitely knew that I got into her cookies. But uh, she didn't say anything. And now then, she knew no. because they were all gone, or bec- would yeah. you, was there still like half of the package left? I think them not being there tipped her okay. off. <laughs> was, right. was the thing that she was just like, oh, either we have ghosts who steal right. cookies, or Renee has gotten into them. You should have said when she moved in, like, I have to warn you. Yeah, we have a cookie. <laughs> we, have a, we have a cookie ghost. And he eats <laughs> crazy. In in my younger younger years, there would be a second of thinking. Because I do that all the time, where I will think that I have something and then I don't, and then it's just missing. I'm like, well, am I? Maybe I didn't buy it in the first place. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. So I would uh, sometimes count. I'd bank on that. I'm like, oh, she'll just forget she bought them in the first place. <laughs> uh, that's not what happened. Um, so she didn't say anything. And then the next morning, I replaced the cookies, and I was like, hey, I got your cookies. And she's like, oh, that was so nice of you. Thank you. Not, oh, I didn't know you took them. Mm. So, so I think I think she knew I got into it. And you replaced them with the Keebler ones. Yes. And I double replaced. Oh, that's two nice. packages. That's nice. Yeah, Smart. there we go. That's yeah. a just pro a, right there. And with the promise of I will not do this again. She knows that's yeah. Like, you and I. But we all know it's a bold face lie. I'm absolutely going to get into we them again. We had, speaking of that thing of like, you think that other people might not remember how much pudding they had or whatever <laughs> right, it is, right, yes. but they always have a keen sense of it. Uh, Daniel 
picked up <laughs> why, why, why are you laughing? I'm just thinking of the techniques used to try to disguise it. Like, Well, you got to smooth it out. Sure, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. then you but won't But then you got to make it a little level. nubby right. if it's like ice cream that no one has gotten into yet. Right. Yeah, you, yeah. That's, that's a hard one. A little bit of um. <laughs> But slowly over time, it's almost yeah. like, wait, is this dehydrating? Yeah. <laughs> What's happening to the ice yeah. cream? Why is this just If it's shrinking? pasta, you got to like fluff it up mm-hmm. somehow. Yeah. Um, Daniel picked up Mexican food and got two flans. Mm. The flans were MIA. Oh, no. I got non-flans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two non-flans. Two non-flans. <laughs> now, that's a band right yeah. there if I've ever heard of Yeah, we got two non-flans. <laughs> and Daniel's like, because I'm like, because he picked up a lot of food. Sure. And I'm like, are you sure they're not in there? We didn't like, get this. Not in, they, unless they're in the car. Yeah. So I made him go to the car to look under the cover of, because it's going to be real gross if you find him there in the morning. Oh, yeah, but really, yeah. it was just like, let's get the flan. Right. Flan. Right. Well, I'm holding a baby, so if I found, sound faint. Well, I'm just I'm just recommending you get on the mic with that baby. Right. It's real good. You're doing a great job at that multitasking. He, I'm You're just a pro. Trying to, you know, priorities, honey. <laughs> yeah, the priority <laughs> is the podcast. Honey? Oh. oh, I can't. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. I got to take a picture of that for yeah. Patreon. Well, Patreon.com slash Allison. Could you hey. see if he wants to talk on mic again? <laughs> a few, sure just a few deliberate. quick words, if I could. I'm not sure how deliberate his. We just need you to do the drop Patreon, if you could. Okay. Hi. Say hi. <laughs> oh, well, now Cat got his tongue. He's okay, bashful now. <laughs> Oh. oh my god, it's perfect. It's so perfect. <laughs> oh. Okay. oh boy. All right. I feel so. if that was a voiceover artist who was like, hey, can you just give us a, a baby? Yeah. Uh, they would be like, they're great. That's it. We got it in the first take. That was, that sounded like a baby right there. See, he's a professional already. Yeah. He knows yeah. what he's doing. Okay. Yeah. So give us let's... a couple, give us a couple versions of so, that. Okay. What happened to the flan? Was the flan there? No, they just didn't give no us flan. flan. No. Did you, did we make a ruckus? No. no. Uh-uh. It was late. They, I think they closed. I mean, I went there right before they closed. Right. And I just was like, yeah, it's not well, you're it. owed some flan. <laughs> I feel like it's, I feel like <laughs> that way. You're telling me. I know. <laughs> Don't think I haven't thought about it. Look, let's just get down to brass tacks. How much did we pay for the flan? No idea. Oh, good. Okay, great. This is Terrific. the way that I mean, Daniel and I, like I are three dollars yeah. a flan. I mean, it's not like super expensive. I feel like, but you, I think I feel it's like a five some place flan. could have been this, some. There's some places that would charge like eleven ninety five for flan. This place is not an flan. expensive. It's not expensive. Okay. Food. Okay. So. I have to say, I'm not a big Mexican food person, and I think it is because I think of all Mexican food as fattening, except for like. A tostada salad, super fattening. Right. A really boring salad that just has like tomatoes. Okay, that's not going to, but that's yeah. like, you can get that anywhere. Um, but this, I really enjoyed this Mexican food. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm turning a corner, or maybe I was just really hungry, or maybe it was really good. I don't know. But I got past the non flan yeah. and enjoyed the rest of it. There we been go. On a, on a crusade to find good Mexican food in Burbank. And this is so far success. Wait, where are we yeah, going? Where's this clubhouse? place? Is it called Mucho Mas? Mucho Mas. I mean, it's not great Mexican food, but it is so far the best that Sounds I've had like in it Burbank. Yeah, works in a pinch. Okay. Yeah, it's incredible how not great Mexican food is in Los Angeles. Uh, yeah, to the point where I can't it's tell weird. you my good Mexican. Well, I guess there's decent a Mexican few food places. places. Yeah, Mexicali, will... but that's Studio City, and it's fine. Yeah, yeah. but it's just not. 
not that great. Yeah. Um, you know what would, let's say you uh, ordered flan <laughs> and they didn't deliver it, but you still had a big meal, but you were upset about your flan. You know what would wipe away your worries and your troubles? What's this? Um, that sounds like a, I feel like there's a song. Yeah. What is it? Wipe away your yeah. Yeah. worries. Your, your, you're gonna get happy. Nope. Nope. It's not that. No, it goes, it's a Disney song. It's oh, like, it goes, uh, wipe away your worries. Let's go get happy. <laughs> no, it's not no. that. It's like, <laughs> uh, I liked your version. Yeah. That's fun. <laughs> wipe away your worries and your troubles. Oh, yeah. And your strife. Bare necessities? Yes. It's just not- <laughs> Bare necessities, wipe away necessity. Yeah, you got yeah. it. That's it. exactly. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. But you know what would wipe that away? Sleeping under a Buffy comforter. Mm. Buffy created the best comforter you've ever slept with. It's made from plant-based fabric, and it's ultra-breathable to keep you at a comfortable temperature all year round. You stay cool, but warm, but yeah. cool. Um, and I mean, cool looking and cool temperature wise <laughs> under your Buffy. And as I said last time I mentioned them, it sounds like I'm just naming it Buffy. Like this is my comforter, yeah. Tanya. No, <laughs> Buffy is the name of the company. It's made from naturally soothing eucalyptus fabric. In addition to being softer than cotton, eucalyptus fiber is much less wasteful. It's made from a renewable plant. It uses 10 times less water to cultivate and is produced in a closed loop system. Who here is not tired of open loops? Oh, I I mean, bitching about it on the way here. Closed loop system that reuses 99% of solvents. Buffy offers a 30 night trial. Try a comforter in your own home for 30 days. If you don't love it, return it free for $20 off your Buffy comforter. Visit Buffy.co. No calm, you guys. .co. Buffy.co. Buffy.co. And enter promo code BESTFRIEND at checkout. That's Buffy.co. So B-U-F-F-Y dot C-O. And enter promo code BESTFRIEND at checkout. Okay. Let's just dive right in to the baby story. Um, I was due on February 25th. Right. And they... So a normal pregnancy is 40 weeks. Um, and... Apparently, the baby is like fully cooked after 39 weeks. Okay. So nowadays, it seems like OBs, like most of them are focused on like, when is the a good time to get this baby out of there? Right. Um, now, maybe that's, maybe if you're young and you have a completely uncomplicated pregnancy, then they're just happy to wait for nature to take its course. But my risk factors were I had, which I mentioned, I had polyhydramnios, which is all that extra fluid, and then just my age. I think they consider anything above 35, which I'm above, uh, to be advanced maternal age. So if you're, or actually maybe it's above, I don't know if above 40 is another cutoff. I don't know. Anyway, though, um, these aren't huge risk factors, but they're a little bit risk factors. So for that reason, my, um, OB felt like we should probably, he, we for sure don't want me to go past my due date and may as well induce early because there's no benefit to the baby to stay in the womb. Right. So initially the induction was set for Sunday, eight days before my due date. And a thing would ha- that would happen was when I was in my OB's office, I'd be like, yeah, let's just get this baby out right now. And then I'd get home and I'm like, wait a minute, that's not what I want to do. Yeah. Because I had such a rough birth with Elliot. My induction took so long. I was like, if I can avoid being induced, I would like to. And so he checked me and um, I was only one centimeter dilated. I wasn't a face that like my cervix wasn't really making moves to right. to do anything. Um, 
and he said the induction, quote, could take a while. This is after the entire time assuring me that, like, if you have to be induced, it's not going to take nearly as long as last time. And then all of a sudden, like, it's near go time. He's saying it could take a while. So I realized... I really don't, if I can, and I knew that if you're dilated to three, then they can just give you Pitocin, which makes you contract versus if, if it's less than three, then they have to use something to soften your cervix and they wanted to use a Foley balloon, which is like a balloon they put in your cervix and then they pump it up. And, um, I just didn't, I was like, I'd like to avoid that. if I Yeah. Can. I so I asked would. if he would be cool with, with pushing it back a few days. He was fine with that. So it was then set for Wednesday at 8 PM. And, um, he said to me, if you have any bleeding or any leaking or anything like that, go straight to labor and delivery. So on Sunday, the day that I was supposed to be induced until I rescheduled it, I had some bleeding and I had not had any bleeding throughout the whole pregnancy. So I saw it on the toilet paper and I'm like, oh shit, we have, you know, we have to go to labor and delivery. You know who else has bleeding? Who? Goats. Oh, yeah. No, I had a different kind. I had bleeding. Oh, yeah. okay. That yeah. kind. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, Cute. Thank God you. we clarified. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so I got there and I was like, I hope this is it. And then after two hours of being there, I was like, I hope this is not it. <laughs> because right. they stick you in this little room. It's They have a uh, OBED. I don't know if all hospitals have this. It's like where they triage people in labor. And they're these tiny little rooms and they don't have, the bed is just a gurney and it's really uncomfortable and they you're just supposed to be there for a little while while they check you in yes okay. and they're not supposed to deliver there right okay so but you um, were there for two hours yes just waiting yeah waiting yeah. because the doctor who needed to check me had like just gone into an emergency c-section or something okay so they put me on the but also there were no rooms available we were right. really we were Even like uns- mary and joseph like <laughs> there was no room no at room the at the end yeah yeah because yeah, he had said that it because when 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 he finally came and examined me and said that I was only like one centimeter dilated um, and I wasn't in labor, he, and I, he's like, and I said, so should we just go home? And he's like, yeah, it's not a good night to have a baby here. Hmm. I was like, oh, thank God. But they put me on the monitors and because I was so pregnant and so filled with fluid, I find these monitors... They have like big bands that go around your midsection and I find them to be really uncomfortable. And also the blood pressure cuff, that's uncomfortable. I was just all around so uncomfortable that it was the whole experience made me go, oh, I forgot. I I mean, I didn't forget, but like, I hate this. Yeah. I now I'm like more I find the idea of having to go through labor in the hospital like i really now i'm even less enthused about it because this was a reminder how much i hate it of course um and i find it really uncomfortable and so we left and i debated like pushing back trying to push back my (laughs) induction even more um we saw my doctor the next day and um then on tuesday okay so i was supposed to be induced wednesday night on Tuesday, I started having cramps that I thought were... Because I had taken... Hi, this is too much information, but here we go. <laughs> I had taken a laxative a few days before. Because right. I, I, I talked about this on Childish. My podcast with Greg Fitzsimmons, which you should all check out. Um, I was like crazy constipated, which is common in the third trimester. So I had taken a laxative. Um, 
it had already worked, but I just associated abdominal discomfort with like with that must be that, what it is. Yeah, yeah. That cramping. So I was I was having really intense cramps, but they weren't distinct. It wasn't like a beginning and end, which is what I thought contractions were because I never experienced like actual spontaneous labor before, so right. I, I didn't know from my first time. Um, but uh, it was just more like. A squeezing feeling that would that would get more intense yeah i did start tracking it on an app and i also i was texting with my mom and i said like i'm having really intense cramps and i'm having it's hard to think um i don't know if it's labor or not though what's this app it's I, called full term and you like hit start free, i think yeah it's, yeah it's free it's pretty good if you are having a, gonna have a baby and it'll tell you now go to the hospital no it, it doesn't do that it okay. just like allows Health you to time count it. and sort okay. of see right. like what the average over the over the hour um so having cramps was really uncomfortable didn't think it was labor um and then i took a nap and they stopped and my understanding was if it's real labor it won't stop right so then i'm like oh it must not have been real labor then daniel came in um and I was, oh, but Isabel, who's Elliot's babysitter, who was going to stay with him when we went to the hospital, I realized, like, for so- something made us realize we should, she didn't have her bag with her. And yeah. if it, if I was going to have to go to the hospital, let's um, have her ready. Yeah, yeah. So I asked her if she could go home and get her bag. Um, so she did that. She, and, but she came back. Daniel came in and talked to me. Um, and as I was talking to him, all of a sudden I felt this gush of liquid uh-huh. and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> um, and I got out of bed and it was like a, I don't know, like a small salad plate size puddle in the bed. Probably um, like half a cup of water. Yeah. Um, so I had Daniel call my doctor and um, we just were, we didn't get through to him, but they said, go to labor and delivery. Cool. So our bags were packed from Sunday night. <laughs> so we Good went job. in. Nice. By the way, um, I knew, I had a, well, I had a pretty strong sense earlier when you were having your, uh, diarrhea cramps, your cramps, <laughs> that, that it actually was labor. Cause while you were telling yourself this story about poop, <laughs> which is your favorite story. Um, it really is. I, Elliot is also into, Fart humor now too. Oh yeah, okay. he's like, you're he, raising him right. I approve. <laughs> he he does think it's quite funny. Um, he's got a good sense of humor. Yeah, <laughs> I remembered the your body language and the look on your face from, as being specific to Lily. Interesting. Yeah, you remembered it from when I gave birth to Elliot. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you thought it was labor. So anyway, we went in, um, and. They said that they were, and they put us in this exact same room as last time. Um, Wait, or is that an R? Is that, oh no, we don't want the same experience? How did you feel? No, no, this was a different hospital than with Elliot. I mean, sorry, the exact same room as Sunday Sunday night, night. this tiny little butthole of a room (laughs) with the uncomfortable bed. (laughs) The butthole room. Where you're only supposed to be for like 45 minutes till they get you into labor and delivery room. However, we ended up being, to long story short, ended up being in this room for five hours. I was, I was like, laboring the whole time it was miserable there was another woman on the floor who i could hear who was just screaming the the hospital or the the uh what do you call it the not the nursery the um labor and delivery labor and delivery was packed yeah Yeah. and they were attributing it yeah what what happened why is the moon they truly were attributing it to a full moon so it was (laughs) 
the super snow moon okay that we just had which uh was like the the moon was the closest to the earth all year and the biggest brightest moon of the year huh my mom who has worked in a hospital almost my whole life always said that when there's a full moon there are more births and more deaths in the hospital that is nuts. And she, she just was always just sort of say that offhand. And all the nurses were like, yep, it's full, full moon. moon. That's like, how you know. I don't know if it's just like all nurses have, have signed on to the superstition or <laughs> right. if it's if it's a legit thing. But yeah, it was. They fully believe it. Yeah. Completely packed. And then, yes, there was. a. So they were going to take us into a room at a, at a certain point, And I was like, oh, thank God. And no, then. Can we talk about the woman? That's what I was about. Oh, to say. okay. Here we yeah. go. Yeah, and yes. then they came in, and they're and she's like, "Okay, I have." Did she say I have good news and bad? No, she said, "I'm just going to be honest with you. I have bad news." Okay, and this is the nurse. No, she said, "Good news and bad news." What? Were there, where was the good news? I don't remember news? the good news though. Okay. <laughs> yeah. the The bad news was the room that someone else got taken to the to your room. Oh no! And she just had a baby. And I said, "Was it the woman on this hall who was yelling?" Yeah. And she's like, "Maybe." There was a woman. Who came in, I think she just came in like pretty late in the process. Right. Or she had she been was, there for a long time. I don't know. She was yeah. yelling. And I, I am a compassionate person, but I was just like, okay, drama All queen. Right, take her easy. Like, is this a competition? Yeah. Yeah. I was so fucking irritated. <laughs> but I also was, yeah. Daniel was trying to do, like he, he read the birth partner book. At, I requested it. You guys he, would have no respect for me right now. It was like, <laughs> I was like he was tr- taking care of her. You know, trying to focus on her. Yeah. Make sure she was getting what she needed. Ugh. And I was like, don't touch me. Don't, don't, don't touch yeah. me. Well, understandably. Because is it, it, sincerely, is it just everything's irritating no matter what's uh, I Everything was with? irritated. Yeah. I, I think. Um, I, I don't know. I was... <sighs> The the in the contractions were getting pretty uncomfortable, yeah. pretty bad, and and I was so physically uncomfortable in this room, in this gown, with these monitors, with the bl- blood pressure cuff. I couldn't. I felt like if I could just get to my room, then we can like put on music. I can get the birth ball. There's like different positions I can get into, right. but yeah, this I this couldn't, was just like a, a hospital gurney. It wasn't. A yeah, bed I felt like I couldn't like hunker and down and like do my labor stuff that I wanted to do in this room that was very, like a. It was just a a place you're in for a little while, yeah, except that we were woman, there for five okay, hours. So the thing is, she was, you know, I think that um, when. A woman's in labor. It's important not to feel self-conscious because, uh, you know, sure, you have a kid. That, that a really weird sound that comes out of you might be the sound and the thing that <laughs> right. makes you feel better, and yeah. you don't want to be like. And I, I yeah, but I, generally think I felt self like I, I felt like I couldn't really make feel a lot of noise that I would still try to be like, oh, I simply yeah. can't make And so make I don't want to say here, and I would didn't want to say then what I was thinking, yeah, which is shut the fuck <laughs> yeah. up, <laughs> just <laughs> shut <laughs> up. We get yeah. it, we, we know, we get it. You're in labor. Look right. at you. Oh uh, my god, you're ha- oh great contractions. Yeah, we're so proud of you. Get the fuck. Out. <laughs> but then to find out that she was that close to having her baby, I, I felt bad. Sort but of. I still it was like it, she was doing a show, though. It Didn't really it, did. It I like, feel like well, is this a competition? Because yeah. I can make noise too. Like we should have applauded as they wheeled her down the. Like, good no, go job. excellent, good excellent. Job. You win all the awards. I've only experienced that once with a friend, and it sounds like a haunted house. Like the amount oh. of moaning and screaming. Was yeah. it moaning? It's was intense. it screaming? It was. was it-, it was moaning and screaming. Well, sure. I will say it's yeah. different than what Al- Allison doesn't 
do do that during labor. Now that I've experienced it <laughs> twice, I can tell you. Um, the first time when we were with Elliot, there was a woman uh, the night before Elliot. Oh, was born. she was like screaming like someone was sawing her yes, open. She, oh god, she screamed not like or like she was pushing. Like, she screamed like, like a roller coaster, <laughs> chainsaw man. Yeah, oh, god. Like, yeah, like. It was the weirdest thing. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's so, I get, this is so dumb, but I can only compare it to a roller coaster that it does help to just be like, I, this is so crazy yeah. that I got to get something out of my body, totally. but I feel. And Here's I, yeah. what I realized from, because I, I did end up getting an epidural later and I'll yeah. get into that. But what I realized is like, if you just kind of let the contractions happen and just let the pain happen to you, that then it, it's sort of hard to take. But if you have, I mean, this is this is what all the training is for. But like, if you are sort of prepared and you're kind of like out in front of it and you're going to like breathe through it or you're going to think or whatever, like it is easier. Yeah. yeah. It, it's to more it's easier to game. manage than if you're just like taken by surprise every time it happens because then it's like quite an intense <laughs> I pain. want that laborer though. Like, oh, God. Again, <laughs> what's happening? Yeah. Why does this keep happening? Um, so... I, they told me that I could have my epidural in that room if I wanted, but the epidural, I did not have a good experience with the epidural with Elliot. Like it didn't really work. Yeah. So I, I knew, I asked them if I could do intermittent monitoring, which means that they take the, the awful bands off and the blood pressure cuff off. They had to ask the doctor, but he said yes. So until I had medication, I was allowed to be monitor for 15 minutes of every hour so in my mind it's like i can i you know i have to deal with the contraction which is going to be worse the contraction pain but not having the the monitoring for 45 minutes of every hour or i can like not have the contraction pain but i'm still going to be irritated by this bed and this all this stuff if i have epidural and then i'm immobilized um so i didn't they kept saying I could have epidural if I wanted. I didn't. I ended up having a dose of fentanyl, which... Oh, and also I threw up, just out of nowhere. For, for anyone who doesn't know what an epidural is, it's a shot right in the middle of the woman's back, right into the spine. It's and, a, the, and they and it's it, a catheter. They put a little catheter. They, they put yeah. a catheter in there. And then the... Um, the I, isn't, is it uh, oxy? Toast? No. Oxycontin or something like that? Or what no, 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 no. What, what it's, are they putting there? It's not an opioid? There is some fentanyl in there, but it's, uh, I think it's like lidocaine or okay. benzocaine or And it just basically like uh, shuts off, you. it shuts off yeah. all, everything below that point in the body. I've so heard just... it work great. I've heard it not work at all. And yeah. I've heard other who's like, I felt nothing. I didn't feel anything. So I think it is kind of hard to. Yeah. But they don't want to, yeah. they don't want to turn it off completely because woman's got to feel enough to push. Right. So, so the anesthesiologist has to like ride a line of giving just enough that you feel pressure but not so much that it's or not so little pain. that you're feeling pain and right. the, when we were at cedars it was clearly not enough yeah allison was in pain yeah yeah so i had fentanyl yeah so i threw up oh, I'm um, sorry. that was unpleasant but i do appreciate if anyone here has ever thrown up in a hospital they give you it's like this sleeve it's the place you want to throw it's like a knee-high sock made out of plastic like a garbage bag material with this plastic ring on the top it's like airplane should have those it is the perfect vessel to barf into yeah and there's a nurse on hand (laughs) to hand you you a new one i know it was because i was just like 
when I the when I imagined throwing up during labor, I was like, I can't ima- like that. To me, that's like you may as well just have to, like shit your like. It sounds so just awful. Throwing gross. up is so yeah. awful, but it really because of this little sock that I barfed into, it really <laughs> wasn't that bad. Um, also, there was nothing in my stomach. Yeah, except for I had a couple of sips of apple juice that, and those came right back up. Sure. So it was like apple tasting barf. <laughs> so anyway, then they gave me Zofran to quell the nausea. Then they gave me the shot of fentanyl. Um, and that was amazing. Yeah. It was not that amazing when I had it at Cedars. Um, I mean, it was fine, but that like, and what's the difference between an epidural and the fentanyl? Shot? Oh, so fentanyl is, is morphine. Oh, well, good. it's okay. like morphine Great. and that they just put it in your IV and it lasts for about an hour. Um, so and it goes through your body. bloodstream. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, and I've talked before, Versed is my IV drug of choice. <laughs> I've had fentanyl before because they, you know, I've had it after surgeries and stuff. I've never really been that, and it's fine. It's good for pain, but right. I've never like loved it, which is good because it's, if you love it, then you love heroin basically. Sure. Yeah, exactly. um, but this took away my pain. I felt relaxed. Yeah. I felt calm. I asked them, I got under my blanket. I asked them to turn the lights out. I was like in heaven because i was still in the butthole room yeah that you're feeling this yeah All right yeah, yeah, yeah good okay i got comfortable in the butthole room Ooh, um it's a good drug <laughs> i know and it was so great that when they came in to tell me a room had opened up i was like god damn it i just want to <laughs> stay here just they're like cozy. do you think you can walk and i'm like could you wheel me <laughs> so yeah. they wheeled me and then we got to the actual labor and delivery room and then my doctor came in and i was just like all these things are harshing my mellow. <laughs> like, I just, I only have, you know, 25 minutes left on this right. drug now. Let me enjoy. Yeah. yeah. So then he talked to me. He's like, you look really comfortable. I kind of want to just leave you. And I'm like, I'm on fentanyl. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I didn't really sound like that. Of course. But I probably sounded a little a, like it that. It was a good act out there. Right. Yes. So my big debate then was, because you can have fent- one dose of fentanyl every hour. My debate was like, do I keep the fentanyl going or do I just get the epidural because the second dose wears off faster and really doesn't work that well. Um, I knew that from Elliot. So anyway, opted for the epidural, um, talked to the anesthesiologist, made sure to tell him my previous experience. Good. He was really nice. Cause I've, I've talked about this before, but you're not, they put a urinary catheter in, um, to, drain so that your bladder won't fill up because they say that if the epi you know once you have the epidural you won't feel the urge to urinate and that can be that can sort of get in the way of labor and also just be bad for your bladder so that's why when they do an epidural they do a urinary catheter as well okay um and they had with elliot they had assured me i wouldn't feel the catheter because they wait till you're numb they put it in i felt it almost immediately it felt like my bladder was going to explode it was like I, it was a scary kind of excruciating panicky yeah. pain uh-huh. and like they weren't really taking it seriously and it took forever for them to realize like you, if your epidural was working you wouldn't be feeling this and it was right. so that's part of the reason I didn't want the epidural I'm like nothing I don't want that traumatic pain yeah, no again um, but I told them that this had happened and they seemed like they were assur- kind of assuring me that that's not going to happen okay um so anyway, they did the epidural. The placement of the epidural hurt more than it did 
with Elliot. Um, it wasn't comfortable with Elliot, but this like actually hurt what her. hurt hurt more and i was saying like oh that hurts he's like, okay where are you feeling it i'm like to the left of my spine to the right of my spine and he, and he said that it helped him a lot for me to be telling him where i'm hmm. feeling it i guess it helps with the placement interesting so yeah the actual placement of the epidural was pretty uncomfortable but then they had me so they just leave a very thin plastic catheter in your back and they tape it all up so you can like lie down lay and down stuff. right yeah there's no needle left in you so I, um, they had me laid down on my back, uh, like not on one side, but on my back because gravity is what like helps it work. So they, they want it to go to both sides and pretty quickly I felt this nice warm feeling going down my legs. It's working better this time. Yeah. And I knew immediately, oh, my epidural at Cedars really didn't work because at I all. didn't feel any of Ugh. well it did it worked a little bit because I had patchy numbness yeah. like it worked a little bit but but th- but this it was a completely different experience yeah. your nervous system's like tree branches yeah and there are branches that might not have gotten it and branches that did right so like you it was like patchy yeah I wonder but, if that's a a sign that you you know, for the next four or five that you have, right. is that if the epidural doesn't hurt? I I think maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Um, but also if you don't, if I didn't feel any of that sensation that I felt in my legs, right. I didn't feel that before. Hmm. My, my legs never went numb at all. Whereas like my legs did go numb at the beginning with this one. So I had begun to question my memory of my first birth and I began thinking, you know, maybe my epidural was working. Maybe I'm just a baby. Maybe this, maybe that. But this instantly was like, oh, no, this is totally different than what I experienced. Um, My pain went away. I didn't feel the contractions anymore. Um, I could wiggle my toes, but my legs were pretty numb. Um, My blood pressure dropped uh, so Daniel was at, they wouldn't let Daniel be in the room when they did the epidural. And then he came They back. don't let fathers be in the room. The, in Cedars, they did. Have you uh, seen it before? They, j- a lot of them don't. Oh. And the story, I, I think at Cedars, the first time I wasn't and the second time I was or vice versa. The first time, but, yeah. Uh, Is it the, just too hard to watch? <clears throat> There's uh, a story. I don't know if it's did possible. It happen to, no, I think it's real on the East Coast of like a dad passed out. Yeah. He and saw it and didn't out. make it. He, like, oh my God. He yeah. like split his head open. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Can you imagine? Oh, like, what a so story. now legally okay. they don't allow the dad. Yeah. So when Daniel came back in, um, he's like, your lips are blue. <laughs> Is that what you said to me? <laughs> you looked uh, like the, blo- the your blood had drained from your face. Yeah. Oh. So my blood pressure dropped. So they gave me ephedrine. Ephedrine? Ephedrine. No, ephedrine which is adrenaline right. a couple times. And that made me feel a lot better. Um, yeah. But so the, and when they placed the catheter, I was so nervous about it, but I didn't feel it at all. Great. And I was sitting there like hitting my vagina. Like, can I feel this? Can yeah. I feel is this? There, is there? Is <laughs> yeah. working? Ugh, what a um, dream. So yeah. So that was great. And really once I had the epidural, like the epidural was just, was great. I didn't feel pain yeah. anymore. Did the stress plummet when you're just like, Oh, I think this is going to go well. Cause I can't, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I would have been felt, Yeah. Yeah, you were pretty relaxed. I that. was relaxed and I was comfortable. Oh, 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 and I didn't mind the, the monitors anymore. Huh. Um which I did mind them the entire time with Elliot. Of course. So that cuz this was working better, like yeah, they they didn't bother me at all. Yeah, I'd like to a shout out to the nurse at Cedars who after all of that when you and you were crying looked at you and went 
But Why said, are you crying now? Why are you crying now? Are you kidding? Uh, and I was like, uh, I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> yeah, she she was. But our nurses this time were so nice, so compassionate. Like this whole experience was really good. Yeah. Um. After I gave birth to Elliot, I felt and because it was so, it was such a traumatic experience. I felt like, oh, what they don't tell you is child. And I've said some of this on the show. Like, I felt like childbirth is violent and traumatic and I can't believe that that's how everyone enters this world and like I have a greater understanding of what the human condition is now um and that's really what I thought childbirth was and I was really afraid to like really afraid to do it again yeah no uh, we picked up on that I was just like oh you guys (laughs) I'm so sorry yeah (laughs) and and now I realize that no childbirth is hard yeah but it's also magical and Aww. I think that that's what it, the experience is supposed to be. Right. The one I had was a lot of people have ones like that, but like that doesn't have to be how it is. Now I see it as much more like it actually there's an element of it that actually is beautiful and is transcendent and is you Didn't know, look all beautiful these- for my head. <laughs> Um, but you, no, wait, it, it was beautiful. It, it was beautiful. We it, it was magical. You yeah. know what is beautiful? Oh, mm. being able to wear for women. These are women's shoes. Yes. Disc, well, I hey, they if could. you want to wear women's anybody shoes, can yeah, wear these. Anyone can wear them. They target them to women. Rothies. Mm. What's beautiful is being able to walk around in comfortable shoes and not getting blisters. It's the best. Shoes that you can toss in the washing machine, stylish shoes. Are you ready to try on the most comfortable flat you've ever worn that you can wear all day every day for any occasion? Seriously, you're never going to want to take them off. They're and they're made from recycled plastic water bottles and th- you hear that and you think, I don't want plastic jelly it's shoes. It's going to be crunchy. That's not they're not they feel like the like the best kind of fabric. Mm-hmm. Um, they're insanely comfortable and stylish. Our dog walker and Meghan Markle, not the same person, but how cool would it be? <laughs> It'd be she nice took if time it was out the of same. her royal schedule to come walk Wendy. Um, but yeah, our dog walker Kathleen makes her living on her feet. I saw her one day and I said, "Are those Rothies?" I said just like that. Are those Rothies? <laughs> And she said they well, are. Yes, they They're are. the only shoes she can wear right away that don't give her blisters. Hmm. Meghan Markle, the Meghan Markle of Deal or No Deal, slipped on her Rothies <laughs> on a recent Australian tour with Prince Harry, and they've been flying off the shelves ever since. I love my Rothies, and I know you will too. Right now, Rothies has an amazing deal for my listeners. Use code Allison to get free shipping with no minimum. Free shipping and free returns or exchanges on your Rothy's shoes. And trust me, you won't return them. Go to rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com, and enter Allison to get your new favorite flats and free shipping. It's a no-brainer. Shoes that are comfortable, stylish, and sustainable, and free shipping. Go get yourself a pair today. Rothy's.com, promo code Allison. Rothy's.com, promo code Allison. Get this deal while it lasts. Okay. So, let's see. Where was I? I had gotten the epidural. I it threw can up be a, magical. It can, it can be magical. Be That's what I was saying. Experience. Yes. So to anyone that I freaked out before with my story of childbirth, um, and, and I know I freaked some people out because I recall reading a surly iTunes review <laughs> saying that like what I was saying was, was, I don't know, dangerous and irresponsible because I'm going to, like, I'm going to freak 
people you trigger people. You're yes, fine. exactly. It was I'm your experience. Freak them out. It was my experience. Um, thankfully, that was not uh, I think my it's experience this time. Good that you shared that um, to the person that said that. I understand what they're saying. However, for women, if you had heard someone relay your now two experiences before you went in for your first, yeah, you would have known immediately to tell the anesthesiologist this isn't working yeah but because you had no idea and they were kind of like yeah sometimes you you just assumed that you were like feeling what you were supposed to be feeling or you're weak or something yeah right i feel yeah like all the advice that you get is not based off when it went well it's how to prevent it going bad so it's good you did a service I know that my friend Izzy, because she gave birth to her son a f- couple weeks before I gave birth to Elliot, and she had a really good experience, and she had the epidural. And I would say, like, did you feel the the ring? Of, they call it the ring of fire, which is the crowning. Right? Did you feel that? She's like, no. Like, she, I think her legs were numb. Huh. Um, and I just, yeah, I'm like, I want that total numbness yeah. if I can have that. Um, and that's what I had. So. In the morning, okay, so this was all Wednesday, and then, no, this was all Tuesday, and then Wednesday morning, so I, I was dozing off, like, in and out, um, and Wednesday morning, I, when I woke up from one of my little naps, um, I realized, like, oh, my legs are a lot less numb, like, I'm mm-hmm. able to move my legs, yeah, and that had me worried. Like, is this wearing off? Right. And I asked the nurse and she said, are you feeling pain? And I said, no. And she's like, that's the only thing that you should be worried about. Great. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Let's move this story along. Um, I My doctor came in and... Oh, I know. So my water broke, but I never... I need to ask him about this. Like, I never knew this. They kept saying they needed... Basically, the amniotic sac can have layers. So, okay. like, one of the layers broke, but I still had what they called a four bag. Okay. Um, I think F-O-R-E. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, it's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, I had a four bag that they wanted to break. Um, and they were waiting for, like, the, I don't know, laborist, hospitalist, someone with an ist okay. to be available to come break it. But then she came, and also I was super dilated by this point, yeah. which was um was a relief. To so me. what hour are we at at this point? Where this is probably like ten a.m. on Wednesday, okay, maybe. Um, yes, ten. So you've been morning. in labor for what time did you go that I, night? We went. We got there at about we we got to the hospital at about six p.m. Okay, but I think that I had actually. So you're like been, fourteen hours of labor. Yeah, That's I had actually been in labor. From like probably one, like I, I, those cramps were happening at like noon or one. Right. Um, yeah. So basically they kept checking me to see if he was what they call engaged, which means he's starting to move into my pelvis. Right. And, um, because I had so much fluid, he was, he had like so much room to bob up and down and they would, they would check me and they'd be like, yeah, his head's still bobbing up and down. And this happened with Elliot as well, even though I, I had extra fluid, but I had less. Um, so they wanted to break my four bag so that he wouldn't keep floating oh, so yeah. that he, so that it would move. Cause things weren't really moving that much at that point. Um, and they, someone came in to do that. But then they couldn't because his head 
was like he was too high and the bag was if they broke it they were worried that my umbilical cord could like slip out Uh, and then get and then that's like an immediate c-section or something that they have to do so Hmm. my doctor came in at a certain point and then did something that i feel like is now look i don't i don't travel in ob circles (laughs) sure it seemed advanced to me it seemed impressive to me um he had a hand inside me i guess right and then he had the nurse he's like push down on my lower stomach and basically he like pulled the baby into my pelvis wow like because i felt i felt a pressure once yeah yeah once that happened no that does seem advanced it does seem he manipulated the baby from inside me and from outside me and then they broke the bag once the head was once right, Owen's head was where they wanted it to be. And Daniel said that the water, like, didn't it, like, shoot across the room? <laughs> Daniel, listen, the multitasking that Daniel's am, doing, he I is am, feeding the baby. The baby. <laughs> okay, hang on. Uh, but prepared the bottle. Fed oh, now he's holding the bottle. Oh, wow, yeah. Now, no, this, is, this, is, this is very impressive. impressive. Okay. <laughs> the, when they broke um, the water. The water... You know those you've seen in movies when a dam is like cracking, cracking, <laughs> cracking, and then like there's a crack wide enough for the water to come through right. vertically. Yes, that's how it was. It was like so. It was coming. The water was coming out of the vagina, but then at the top of the stream. So it's like imagine a vertical like uh, stream. The top it was like fuller. Like it, so it was like arcing. <laughs> And all the townspeople were like running scared. <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot of water. Yeah, they right. put a bag under her butt that is like a plastic bag that it looks like a um, like if you were to take an envelope and then you were to like press the sides in so that it had a, a like it opened. Sure, it's kind of like that to catch all of the stuff. Right. And like they filled that so quick, they had to like immediately put another get a one new one in there. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Look at you. Biggest four bag in town. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Daniel says. So anyway, um, so then my doctor says to me, I think you should push and we should have a baby. Okay. Or you should push and we should have this Let's baby. Let's have this baby. Yeah. How does that feel when he says that? Is it exciting or is, I've been in labor I was for like, 16 hours? No, no. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I Because I was had the epidural. Yeah. It just it's it was like what? I'm not ready yet. I don't right. and um and so then they br- and I don't know why they do. They bring the nurse in to have you like practice push with her or something to start okay. push, start pushing. And so when they were like do- he was going outside and she was coming in, I said, "Do you remember I said to to you, I'm like, I'm nervous. I'm anxious no, or I'm scared." Um yeah, understandably though, I was that scared. Makes though. sense. It's yeah. coming at you without a lot of warning. Yeah, I mean, she, you pushed, and they were like, "Oh, he's right there." Yeah, I think you only pushed like three times. I only pushed three times. Yeah. Well, so wow. with so yeah, with Elliot, I I knew from I think from my friend Izzy, I knew that when you feel the urge, like eventually you will feel an urge to push. Okay. Um, so I remember announcing to them with Elliot, like, I want to push. I, I feel right. the urge to push. Cause I knew that that meant, and I think what that means is like the, he's 
the baby's yeah, coming. Yeah, you can feel that yeah. it's close, right? So I hadn't really felt that until they pulled his head, but it still didn't feel the urge to push. I just felt like a, a different yeah. pressure. Um, oh, also just a funny side note. The entire time I had the epidural, I kept feeling like there was something in my butt. <laughs> Do you remember this, Daniel? <laughs> yeah. I kept making people check my butt because I was like, <laughs> I feel like there's like a wad of toilet paper in there or a towel in there. I, there was nothing. There was never anything yeah, in my butt. It, felt- it was just a weird nerve thing. Some. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> it was weird. It's a weird um, side effect. By the way, yeah, she did not poop. I know. <gasps> oh, There's two times. And I I was certain she was this time because I she was certain because like, I had taken a laxative some right. days before, yeah. but not a one. Does yeah. that feel good? Uh, yeah, yeah, it does. It does. Good. It does. Not that there's anything wrong with pooping. No, if you do, that's no. great. So, um, okay, yeah. So he goes out of the room, and I start pushing. And in the midst of the push, I say, where's my doctor? <laughs> but it, it didn't sound like that. It sure. sounded like I was pushing. Because I was just like, what the, like, why yeah, are where you is he? Here? Why? They always come in at the last second. Yeah. So it's he comes crazy. in. What's the reasoning for that? Do we know? I don't know. Are they delivering other people? I need okay. to check Twitter. All right. So <laughs> I push with, so then he comes in and I push with him twice. And I... I and then I'm like feeling some pain. Yeah, not the crowning pain, but this like weird, different pain in my pelvis. Right. Um, that was like pretty in intense. And I said to him, "I'm feeling a lot of pain now, but should I not press?" Oh, so the epidural they give you like a little patient administered button thing. You can you can give yourself an extra yeah. dose. So I said, "Should I not press the button though?" Thinking like if I'm really close, I don't want to numb myself. Right. And so he said, push. the baby's right there. Please don't sneeze. Don't breathe. Don't this. Don't that. Don't do anything. And I didn't realize the baby was, was that close. He was right there. Yeah. You yeah. could see yeah. his He head. was like see an everything? inch from the opening. You know what might be easier for you, yeah. Daniel, would be if you just pull the microphone out of the stand and then you can bring it to your I face. Need, I need both hands. Though. Oh, okay. To burp. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he, he, his head was a, about an inch in. Oh, also... I said to him, I said, this is a diplomatic doctor. I said to him, am I going to, you know, the fact that he, it's coming, he's coming so fast, am I going to tear? Yeah. And he's like, I don't think you're going to tear. You feel really stretchy down there. But really, I think what he was saying is like, you've you got a giant vagina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. can I just say, honey, and this is a compliment. I mean, this is a compliment. You're you have an enormous vagina. <laughs> um, like this baby came out, you know, like newborns, they look really weird. Of course, yeah. They have to they squeeze. They got that cone head. Yeah, they squeeze this baby. It's a first perfect of all, head. First of all, head perfect. Mm-hmm. Per- it's true. As though it was a C-section. Yeah. Uh, and they normally going through the vaginal canal will squeeze water out of their lungs. Right. Still had water in his lungs. Hey, you. no. Look at that. Uh, no resistance from this no, vagina. An, an, enormous, <laughs> enormous vagina. Oh, little guy. Um, so, oh, I okay, just to go back for a minute, though. When they broke my water, because they just, with Elliot, they discovered there was meconium when they broke the water because it had a greenish tint. Okay. So when they broke the water, I was like, what color is it? And they said clear. And I was like, oh, thank Great. God. And then at the very very end they're like oh there's meconium uh, and my heart just sunk of course yeah so i'm like fuck god damn it yeah um so i knew that that meant there's gonna need to be people from the nick you know i just knew what we were in for right. so anyway so he says the baby's right there so then and i would yes. just like to say because i've talked about my experience with that when they said meconium my heart 
drop too because that was terrifying of course when Elliot was born yeah Um, do we need to do a quick refresher on what that means oh yes it means that the the meconium is what they call the first few poops the baby has they're like really black and tarry meconium is the substance it's the yeah and and it's not poop it's like a it's it's digested amniotic fluid i think and it's extremely sticky and thick it's like tar okay and so the risk is uh that if it gets in their mouth that they yeah so if there's meconium uh at this point what it means is that they've they've pooped in utero right and it means means they they were like stressed out they experience some kind of distress to Mm. cause them to do that okay yes and the concern I think I just said yes, like yes. <laughs> yes. The concern <laughs> is they can aspirate it or inhale it and it gets in their lungs and it interferes with their breathing. Okay. So, okay. So he says, don't, you know, don't push the button. Don't do anything. The baby's right there. Right. And then, so now I'm in pain and at the, and now I'm trying to hold in a baby. And it's <laughs> at, at this point that he changes into his gown. <laughs> they, uh, it was like, push, push. Oh, he's right there. He's an inch away. And they're like, now do nothing. <laughs> right, just hang just out. We're gonna do a quick out. costume change. Right. It's so like, he puts imagine on. Imagine like like mid shit, just someone saying, yeah. "Stop!" Hold up. Yeah, yeah real quick. Like, yeah. <laughs> so puts on his gown. They cha- before I was holding my legs, yeah. and so then like they, they t- there's a piece of the bed that they they remove and they put up stirrups. They put on these spotlights. They call the people from the NICU, and I'm just like, uh, you couldn't do this four pushes ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Guys, can we have this it ready? Like the worst Let's time. Have this prepared. Oh, yes. this is when they put the bag under your butt. Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess the water just flowed on the towels and stuff. Earlier. I guess, yeah. So anyway, he says, give me a, like a 50%, a sustained 50% push. Okay. So I do that, and then the head is out, huh. right? It's crazy watching the doctor's arm. I remember this from this the first one from Elliot. The um the head comes out and that's it for a second. Right. For more than a second. It's and so crazy. The doctor is like manipulating the head because the baby will naturally like turn its head sort of to the side to go through the birth canal. Yeah. Uh and so when the head comes out, the doctor like puts the head back to where it should go. And they oh, I thought the doctor turns the head to the side. Well, who knows? Mm, I don't I could be. It could anyway, be. They're helping him out um, yeah. somewhere. Yeah. And you're just watching him, like, just sort of move this yeah. head Rubik's as though it's just like, it's like you're not going to yeah. break his spine or something. <laughs> yeah. They're just like rubber. Yeah. They're just like, blah, 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 blah. just like when they come out. It's crazy. And then the whole body came out along with so much liquid. Of course. It just like. <laughs> did it, did we get the doctor? Did we get a little tag of the doctor with this fluid or he was out? <laughs> oh, of the way? oh, I don't I know. He might have gotten. Probably got it. A little splash. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think he's so, in the splash zone. He knew what yeah. he was getting into. So then, yeah, it was like a real Gallagher concert. I think they put they did they put the, they put the baby in my chest and were like drying him off. He was yes. less. Elliot was looked like tiny Frankenstein. Like Elliot was green, Elliot coated was green, in green, and he was completely unresponsive. Oh yeah. god! Like he wasn't moving or breathing. Oh, you or guys, anything. you guys, you guys. Whereas okay. this guy yeah. was, he didn't look as bad as Elliot. Elliot was green. He was green gray. Yeah, it was. It was really like a it was like a nightmare with blood with all blood over him. Everything. Yeah, uh, this was, guy wasn't that at all. He was, no, he looked more like what you expect a newborn to yeah. look like. Um, and then the doctor said, "You know, we got to cut the cord." Then they took him over to the warmer, and so this part of when with Elliot when they did this when they were like trying to resuscitate him, even though it was only probably like eight feet away from me or yeah. six feet, 
in my mind, it's like I was so not tuned. I wasn't aware of what was going on. It I was, was further tired. away. This room was smaller. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. So this time I made sure to like be, pay- I was paying attention yeah. to it. Um, I know that like he, they, they call it pink. He pinked up a lot faster. Like okay. he got his color. Um, they but were sucking, crying. they were sucking the fluid out of his lungs and his mouth and all that stuff. But yeah, we were waiting well, for him to cry. So, yeah. so the, they want the baby to cry. Right. Because it gets the fluid out of the lungs. It stretch, you know, it gets the air in there. It's like, <gasps> it means that that's a good thing. It's like yeah. the one time when you're happy, they're crying. Right. And, um, Owen was not crying. He was just sort of like right. pretty chill. He was like, okay. <laughs> You know, and uh, and he'd cry like a tiny bit, but they, they wanted what, a forceful. He, wanted he, a little, he was like a little, little, little whimper, little yeah. whimpers, yeah. yeah, whimpers. Um, and so they were a little scared because, um, you know, they're worried that there would be fluid in his lungs and right. stuff he wasn't getting out. They kind of want that big, healthy scream. Yeah, he didn't really do that. Ev- like not till I don't know, the next, next maybe the next day. Or but they, um, can they check to make sure there's no fluid there? They did end up okay, doing an extra, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, look, is your underwear making you happy at this very moment? Yes. Wouldn't you like to be wearing underwear that is so soft that you feel like you're making love to an actual cloud? I am. All day long. I've got one word for I you. I do. MeUndies. I'm wearing them. That's right. Daniel is a devoted me undie. I got to tell you, everybody, per, every, everybody person who tries them <laughs> sure does love them. They're great. They're super soft. They're super comfortable. They're, they have all these um, fun, cute styles. Daniel and I have some matching stuff. Oh, that's real cute. I know. Uh, and they also make the softest loungewear, hang out in their super comfy lounge pants and onesies. Yes, they make onesies, and they're incredible. MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners. For any first-time purchasers, when you order MeUndies, you get 15% off and free shipping. To get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash Allison. That's MeUndies.com slash Allison. MeUndies.com slash Allison. Okay, so they, um, yeah, they wanted him to cry um he he was breathing a little it's called tachypnea he was breathing a little bit fast okay and because of that like periodically he wasn't getting enough oxygen because he was like shallow breathing or something okay um and so that was what their concern was and i um i said to a nurse like this is like felt like a while later i said if he has to go to the NICU, can I hold him first? Yeah. Because I didn't get to with Elliot. They, they rushed him off. Right. And I didn't get to hold him for many hours. And that was like part of why it was so awful. Um, but she said, of course. And then she like leaned close to me and she said, he's yours. And it uh, was. Thank you, me. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it meant the world to me. Of like, course. I want to find. I wish I could remember what her last name is. I want to send her an email and just let her know how much that that because that made me feel so much better because I yeah. with Elliot, I felt sidelined like I felt extraneous to the whole process. Right. Um, so just the fact that she was like acknowledging that yeah. I'm his it. mother. Yeah. Yours. yeah. Part of that was though with Elliot, there was like legit fear yes. that something was really wrong with him. Yeah. So. With him, they weren't really worried. They just, so what but they that's wa- just so simple like that. I know exactly what you're worried about and I'm yes. going to assure you. Wow. It was Good so, job. so yeah. nice. Um, and also with Elliot, they took him to the NICU 
And because I'd had an epidural, they wouldn't let me out of bed for two hours, even though I was showing them that my legs were working. It was just like a legal thing. But here, I felt like I needed to pee. So I said to the nurse, "Can I feel like I need to pee? Yeah. Can I?" Um, and she's like, "Can do you? F- can you move your legs?" And I showed her, and she let me out of the bed. Yeah. Um, which I was. It was. Just I just like- appreciated that she, they were listening to me as opposed to like just following a rule, right? Protocol. Um, yeah. So they were they let me move a lot sooner because i was able to move yeah so um eventually we went to the labor and delivery room no the recovery room this is that tiny room we were not able to swing an upgrade (laughs) (laughs) so we were stayed in the little room they wanted to take him to the nursery for an hour to watch him right about two hours later they brought him in for a bit um they so i got to to like be with him and and bond for some time um and then they took him back to the nursery to watch him for a little while longer and then a NICU doctor came in and said that he was doing this like he was doing the same he wasn't worse but he wasn't better um in terms of the fast breathing and they you know the nurses who like each nurse has three babies that she's watching in where we were and they're like it makes them a little uncomfortable to have to watch a baby like him or like they're just not equipped to have him in the room so they would they would like him to go to the NICU for the night Mm. and that was devastating to me of course um because I had really had it set up in my head and I knew that I shouldn't have this equation but I was like if the baby doesn't have to go to the NICU, then I'll be fine. And if he does have to go to the NICU, then I'll be devastated. And yeah. it's like, then it kind of happened. Well, but also came on the heels of you bonding. Like, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So I felt devastated when they said that they wanted to take him to the NICU for the night. Of course. Um, and did they do a good job reassuring you of like, no, 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 it's just a, just a quick observation. Yeah. I mean it, but I wasn't, worried yeah it was more just like oh no this is turning into my experience last time yep um because on the ward you know i would i would peer into other rooms and see these people with their babies and like elliot was never in our room yeah we Mm -hmm. when we when he was discharged from the nicu we went to the nicu to pick him up like it was we didn't have that. Yeah, that yeah I no. never bonded with him in that. Sucks. One. That yeah. sucks. It was yeah. tough, especially when the alternative is being kind of right. thrown in your face. Right. And so I really wanted that experience of having my baby in the room. So then to be like, oh, it's this is going to be like before is what right. I thought. And I actually texted my therapist. You know, I said he has to stay in the NICU tonight. Or they want to they because I I've been keeping her posted. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And, um, which she wanted me to for anyone who's of like, of course, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I just randomly texted her. She specializes yeah. in postpartum women. This is like, this was, a th- we had talked a lot about the birth. Right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, my text to her before had been pretty positive of like, you know, it, it went well, my epidural worked, da, da, da. Um, so then I, you know, I said that, um, they want to keep him in the NICU overnight, you know, trying to keep my head above water on this. Cause I felt like, Oh shit. Right. Here it goes. And she said, 
good, let them take care of him, you get some sleep. And I'm like, man, all right. I see what you're saying. And I kind of but... wanted you to say I'm right and they're wrong. And... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so let's see. I took a shower. You went to the NICU right away to mm-hmm. see where he was. Yeah. Then the two of us went later on and saw him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then came back to the room, went to sleep. This was probably like the first time I slept. My doctor, you know, they, they come in periodically in the night yeah. and do various things. And Daniel, you have a cot? What are we doing for you? Yeah. Sleep-wise. Okay. You're like a fold-out cot. And yeah. um, periodically through the night, it's like every three hours a nurse is coming Ugh. in. I mean, you cannot get sleep in yeah. a hospital. Mm-hmm. It's just not. But I woke up to... So, yeah, I mean, I woke up every, every few hours, but then I had dozed off again, and I woke up to the nurse wheeling him in. <gasps> oh. they had, he had been discharged from the NICU. Yeah. The, the, it was so... It's a good way like, to wake that up. That was such a nice thing to... The, it was so relieved. The doctor at the NICU was great. I mean, I have had, between this and the last one, the people who work in NICUs, in my experience, are fucking saints. NICU right. is the neonatal yeah. intensive care unit for anyone who's like what is well, that? Yeah. What is that? Like it's always like oh my god you guys are incredible. Um, but this doctor in particular was very focused on making sure that you know he did as little as he needed to do. He wanted he wanted us to have Elliot. I love Elliot this. Owen. I love this experience. <laughs> yeah. yeah and so he was cool. He was just like yeah whereas with Cedars and, and I actually don't blame them there either. They wanted to be absolutely... It was a more intense experience too, but they they just really wanted to make sure he was okay. And, you know, I think with with uh, medicine, there's always that like art to it where mm-hmm. it's like, how on what side do I err, you know? And it's like, um, in this case, I think he did the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we got him unexpectedly. We got him the next day. So it was great. Incredible. Yeah, That's earlier great. than I expected. Um, so that was so nice. And, and then, then we were just like, let's get out of here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we... I mean, they, because I think I said, how long, how long are we here? You know, yeah. and we were supposed to be there for two. So we're supposed to be there one more night. Tuesday night. We're supposed to be there for Wednesday night and Thursday night. Okay. Um, but I forget what they said. Like, but you, did they say you can leave after, if, if, I mean, everything's, if everything's okay and your doctor's okay with it, you can leave after one night is right. what they said. Like insurance will cover two nights. That's what it was. It was like your doctor could discharge you. But your insurance will cover another night. So if you yeah. want to I stay. Think, yeah. I think first-time parents... Take advantage of that. ...want to have that yeah. extra night because yeah. you're not ready to... You know, you want to make sure you're not going to kill your kid. Right. You know, so yes. you have nurses there and, and I get it. But with us, it's just like... We wanted we to get out of We knew we'd yeah. be, we have everything we need. We know how to do this. We, we It felt weird being away from Elliot yeah. for so long. I had Daniel... Um, print out or order a couple pictures of my favorite pictures of Elliot and put them in a frame. Oh, yeah. And in early labor, when I was... Like, show me Elliot. Yeah, yeah when I was like, don't let me touch see me. Yeah, yeah. But, show me. but yeah. it really, I had him, I had the pictures near me the whole time and it really helped me. It helps, yeah. 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 And then, and then we had... You know, there's all this stuff they say, okay, about how to bring the baby home to your other child. I was going to say, how, how to prepare, did that go? Yeah, how to prepare yeah. the oh, older yeah. child. And... Uh, our one of our um, pediatricians had said or had recommended that we print a picture of Elliot and put it in the crib, the baby's crib, the baby's Aww. crib. I don't like, even know. No, I, I think the idea is that 
Well, there's a couple things he told us to do. One, is, one is that they tell you bring a, a present home. Of course, yeah. yeah, as though that's from the baby. Like, <laughs> right? Okay. Good. All Wait, that's did you doing guys is do that, proving though? how stupid your kid is. <laughs> like the baby picked that out. But um, the picture that was a weird thing, and I thought about it. It's like maybe it's that they feel like connected, important or... to the baby. Yeah. You know, like the baby, no one else's picture is in there. My picture is like an ego thing. Right. Uh, Elliot seemed pretty jazzed that his picture was in there. Yeah, of course. Well, I think especially when they're that young, like mm-hmm. you want something comforting. Like you've got your blanket and you've got your, so like yeah. he's the, listen to that. Yeah. Oh, this kid's blanky. <laughs> it's it pretty did, good honor. I, I, I like to think it did have an effect. But this is really funny. Can I tell the story about bringing Owen Oh, home? yeah. So... um. We brought Owen in. Now we had been, you know, Elliot has like a little baby, a couple like baby dolls. Yeah. And uh, trying to get him, you know, this is a baby, you know, this is your baby brother and all that. And uh, so we bring the carrier in. And this is evening now because even though we were ready to go at like nine, it takes forever to get to the All the social workers who come in. Oh my God. Like it's just a nonstop. That's. The breastfeeding. Yeah. Uh, there's like a million people. When you want to leave, there's a million people who suddenly stop by. And it's right. like, can we just go? I would have needed yeah. you, you know, 24 hours ago. <laughs> but yes. yeah. So that took forever to get out of there. Um, So we were, we probably got home at like 8, 8.30 maybe. Yeah. yeah. 8 or 8.30 uh, p.m. And uh, it was still so awake. So uh, set the carrier down. And, and Owen was asleep in the carrier. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, so Elliot comes running up. You know, excited to see us because we had been gone for a couple days. And he's like, baby, baby brother, brother, baby brother. He's so, he's so cute. He's so happy and excited. And he's and like, he, hat, hat. Because Owen he, had a hat. He, yeah. The hat had come off his head and he's like placing it right. And oh. he's just like so happy. We're like, oh, this is fucking great. This is amazing. And then um, the, and then there's a moment. So, so then Owen like yawned. And Elliot went from really happy to he – he because I what I realized – Immediately afterwards was that he thought it was a doll. Oh, so he got scared. So to him, yeah, a doll just came to life. <laughs> he was horrified. It he was, was so yeah. sad. He was just like, oh god, oh god, oh god. Oh, god. So yeah, scary. he's like, no, he's like, no, yeah, he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and he was backing away. And then, so Dan- so and awful. then here's the part, <laughs> just to add insult to injury, the toy. <laughs> so we got a toy in the, in the right. gift shop. And it was a, a stuffed dinosaur. He likes dinosaurs. Yeah. And um, it, I knew it would be annoying, but Allison insisted that this is the this one. This is we not get. true. Um, <laughs> and it, it's a toy where you turn it on yeah. and you talk to it and it just repeats what you say. Yes. So, it's so, got like a pretty re- clever toy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, so it's like, hi, how are you? And it goes, hi, how are you? So well, it's your it's it's your voice. That kind of. Exactly. It, it's it's tuned, a little. So it's a slightly different. Anyway. So it's like, oh, look, Owen got you a toy. And he's like, oh, you know, he's like, a oh, dinosaur. And I turn it on. And he's like, ah, and it starts to be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Again, he's never had a toy. Of course, yeah. Talk, just, yeah, no, so Daniel's like, I'm striking out. <laughs> we're introducing horror right. uh, at the same time we're introducing his brother. But, but then later, um, we have like a the chair that we have in Owen's room. It's a new it's very wide. Chair. It's very wide. So I could sit in it with Owen and Elliot. Um, and but by that point, he was very curious about the baby. It, yeah. He was into it. Yeah. And he kept, he kept touching my breast and saying, tummy, tummy. Oh, I told him. Yeah, I know. And I was like, no, that's like my tummy's a little lower. Yeah. I had told him that um, 
that's where Owen came out of mommy's tummy. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So he was trying to put it together. I, right. I don't know why he was touching my chest. He just assumed so. he came out of your boob. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah. And so now I feel like he's, he's, he's not a, the, the sort of fearful response that, that, went on for maybe like a little bit. It would happen once again, but for the most part, he's no, doing. See, you said that, but I think it was more, he just, I was lifting him up. On oh, right, 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 right. I think he adjusted pretty well. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. And he so seems now he's like, baby tonight. brother, baby brother. Yeah. Whenever he sees him and, um, yeah, he's doing well. He, he I'm, I, you know, he keeps wanting to like put things on his head or like <laughs> stick things in his face and stuff. Like, sure. He's not quite, he, he'll stop, but yeah. One of these days. I'm afraid. Yeah. Cause he'll be gonna, holding the remote and he'll come over and sort of like hold it near the baby. And yeah, I'm always on guard for the day that he just throws something at the baby. Well, he got a, um, was it he had a toolbox for his birthday like right. oh, wood tools and there was a wooden hammer in there uh-huh. and it was just like chasing Wendy around I mean, poor <laughs> Wendy is like a battered you know wife or something like he's just beating the shit out of her constantly he didn't actually hit her with the hammer though did he uh, I think he did oh no uh, but he he was like going towards Owen like yeah. fucking Donkey Kong you know like Donkey Kong with the <laughs> hammer Let's get everything yeah yeah and it was just like oh shit like, it yeah. really was like someone like was waving a loaded gun around yeah it really yeah. felt like that with yeah there's been a there's been an array of items we've had to like disappear overnight it's Anything funny what can that, be turned into a weapon yes. yeah although oh. a hammer <laughs> well okay I mean, that was it's kind of wood. on the nose yeah, yeah. it is kind of like wait why is, is this for two year olds because yeah. a hammer. Right. It's not Even a real a, hammer. It's just a. It's a but wooden. I mean, it's a wood mallet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and when <laughs> I hear at some point how you decided on Owen, we don't have to do it now. It's a great name. Oh, I can tell you that in a second. But I just okay. have to say he has a doctor kit, and so he these are now two plastic. He's had the uh, the what's it called? The thing that you it's an otoscope or whatever you look into an ear with. Oh, that that in one hand, and then he had it was like a it, like a little plastic dental mirror thing in the other hand he was banging them together like making a weapon out of those <laughs> yeah and then <laughs> walking around the fun is just right. beginning yeah. yeah it's gonna be a good time yeah uh, does he but he's pretty good at stopping when you're like let's well, maybe not uh, yeah maybe with usually. a hammer usually tonight he was he was trying to crush wendy in her <laughs> in her crate <laughs> like he would open the door yeah because her water dish is inside and so she'd come over she was really she thirsty she wanted to drink she'd water. just come back from a walk and so she would go in and her body is like half in, half out. Yeah. And then he would just shove and she'd try to back out and he would put, and her head wouldn't quite get out and her, so her face oh, is no, like, and this is like, we're just like, stop, stop. Elliot. You know, and he You're squishing her. He kept doing it and then he'd open it and she'd go back in and then he'd crush her. I feel like I didn't realize her face was getting caught. I mean, she was fine. If she was hurting, she'd, Yelp. Yep. I mean, I feel like people are going to listen and think that we're allowing our dog to be mistreated. And I just want to say, she's okay. I don't think she loves what's happening. I think it's it is normal toddler stuff with the she dog. She backs him off when it's really yeah like, bad. But he is he's making a her pain life. in her ass right now. <laughs> you you were in the room with the world's uh, number one dog advocate. Yeah. Uh, Elliot is so small, and you were so fast to take care of it. I yeah. think it's yes. it's okay. Yeah, yeah. It, he doesn't have the strength to really crush her, but he no. was trying to close the crate door. One of on his her. friends, <laughs> it's funny. One of his friends, uh, uh, we were at a house with a cat. Do you remember this? Yes. And he, his thing was to 
just jump on and smother the cat with his entire body. And I honestly thought like that. This is actually a situation where he could hurt. Because yeah, with Elliot, he's like he's not big enough yeah, to he's actually harm Wendy. Yeah, but that, I thought he was gonna crush that crush cat, cat to death, and then he'd squeeze it, hold it, he'd just pump it. <laughs> anyway, um, what else is there to the story? Anything? This might be the whole story. Uh, the name Owen. Oh yeah. So yeah, no, you. What, I feel you, like it was just a name that early on we both were like, yeah, we like that name. That could be, it, that, it felt more it, right than some of the other names. It felt names. right, and, but then we were like, it was too early to have picked the right name. Right. So we were, I think we just kept trying to find other names, and no other name. Owen is what it is. It's yeah, it so just good. Felt I like love it. The right yeah. name really early. It's good. And especially Elliot and Owen. Mm, perfect. It's <laughs> good. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I think there was a while where, where it was, it was always sort of a possibility. A possibility and then we were like is there any name that's going to jump out at us that feels more right right but nothing did do you guys discuss the other contenders second and third place i don't well, think they're really i think by the time we it was like yeah there, there wasn't weren't... anything else because elliot was almost jesse right um uh, jesse was my daniel wasn't as into that i name, wanted but jesse... roman but Ooh. she was like, that's like, she was like, I was like, that's she thought not it was a, a real joke name. name. Uh-huh. I'm like, no, it's a really good, <laughs> name. A good name. Roman Quantz. I think that's a good name. And then uh, th- after Elliot was born, some baby, like popular baby thing. And it was like, it's really high up there. And she's like, oh, that is a real name. It's like, she never Who fucking knew. Believes anything Didn't believe it. So Elliot could have been Jesse. Um, but with Owen, there really was nothing else that we thought could. It, we were going back and forth on the middle name. Sure. Um, William is a family name <clears throat> on Daniel's side. So we went with that. But it's good. Yeah. The yeah. middle name we kept flipping around. What's Elliot's middle name? Uh, Oliver. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's I feel good. Like if we hadn't named, if we hadn't put Oliver in Elliot's name, Owen would probably be yeah. Oliver. Yes. <laughs> Owen and Oliver. Yeah. But uh, I'm glad. Well, it wait. Out this you way. feel like given? I just think we probably would have done that. It's I like we like the name Oliver. I really like yeah. the name Oliver. It's a yeah. good name. That's true. Yeah. You know. Yeah, a little bit. I have been like, oh, it's too bad we can't do Oliver because I do like that name. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like if we had a girl, I would be bummed that we named our dog Wendy because I really like the name Wendy. Wendy. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, so you got to watch it when you're naming a dog. You know you got to be careful. Be careful. Don't pick your favorite. Yeah, no. you don't pick your favorite name. I'll never be able to have a child named Tugboat. <laughs> I didn't think this through. I know. Well, that's why maybe it's good because I like the idea of giving dog or giving animals human names. Right. But maybe that's an argument for having Silly like names. yeah Silly animal names. No. Um. But naming boys is not nearly as fun as naming girls. I feel like every day a cute girl name Little pops into girl. my head. What do we got? What are our favorite cute girl names? Oh, God, I don't know. I like the name Raina. Ooh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Daniel's not as into <laughs> that <laughs> no, one. Not, okay. It's not, not a, a bad fan. name, but I don't. What was I th- just the other day, though? Like, I'm trying to think. I got to be most... careful because there's someone named every name we name. Yeah. Okay. Fair. I've I've made this mistake. Uh, Raina is a character in the Smashes television show Nashville. I don't oh, know if you guys watch that. Raina. She's going to be crushed. I like Raina. I like Rory. Mm. Um, I think of Rory as a boy's name. It can be either. I know. It's weird. Like I had never heard of Elliot as a girl's name ever in my life. Then we have Elliot. And then, it's, oh, it's, it's like, oh, yeah, that's a girl's name. And now it's like a popular girl's name. I Do I know it? I guess I know one. I can't yeah, wrap my head around it as a girl's name. It's weird. 
I'm truly blanking on favorite on all the other girl names, but I swear I have so many. Like every day, something pops in my head. I'm like, oh, that's super cute. The the good thing about naming a girl is anything is you can name that's a girl true. any any name, boy or girl. Yeah, it's you just they. It's like one size fits all. I don't even know if that's right, but you know what I mean. But with a boy, it's tougher. To let and, it and they're so like over. I don't know. I think a part of it for me too is like I have met more dudes that are assholes yeah. than women who are assholes, and so every boy name I know some dude who's like a douchebag or an asshole. <laughs> but do you don't know any bad Owens? Do you? No, that's the thing. Elliot and Owen are two names I haven't met a lot of guys named Elliot. Or it Owen. helps. So they're like yeah. fresh names mm-hmm. right. to me. There's no like associations. It's I'm the opposite. When people like name their kid after someone or like there's some significance to me it's the lack of significance that made those names attractive yeah you know there's nothing it's just they get to be they get to define elliot and owen right it's the same reason why i didn't want to do daniel i didn't want to have a junior because it's like i i don't want there to be any baggage i like that i think that that's fair and it would probably more expectation to live up to you. Yeah, don't live in my my huge shadow. You know, to try to you know no, but it's like be your own it's person. True. Yeah, well, we were considering giving Owen. We had a hard enough time coming up with the name Owen. So yeah. the middle name was like, oh man, oh, here we go. <laughs> we yeah. got to do another one. Um, we were considering giving him the middle name Daniel. Yeah, which and I was the proponent of that, but then. Pretty close to when he was born, I was like, let's not give Elliot any fodder to sit in a therapist's office one day <laughs> and say yeah. that, like, clearly... My younger you know, brother got my dad's name. Yeah. 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 Clearly, he was the favorite or something. Because that wouldn't be true. Like, actually, Oliver is the name, the the more significant name to us. Right. Um, than my name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so then we decided to go with William. Just, perfect. Just so yeah. that he never has to feel like, why did they give the second? I don't know. Uh, I don't they're know. I'm not going to worry about it. The world's ending anyway. I mean, that's the sad part of all of this. Oh, Jesus. None of it matters. I think, I think we're going to, I think we're going to make it work. <laughs> Daniel, I believe, I believe in us. I feel like this younger generation so. has plans. Do you remember there was some conversation? So my mom, my mom came to the hospital too, which right. was, was really nice. Um, there was some conversation the two of you were having, and I said, "This is stressing me out." Could you guys not talk about this? Do you oh, remember what it was? No, I don't remember, but it was probably same so, kind of thing. Like yeah, kind of apocalyptic. Global warming. Though I want to let you keep going with this because you were so mm. stressed that this second birth was going to be traumatic mm. and it was all encompassing for you. Mm-hmm. So let's let you keep believing the world's going to end, and then you'll be uh, pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I'm. I'm down with that. <laughs> I'll worry. I hear you. I've seen the evidence. Uh, But uh, something that's been helping me out a lot is go look at uh, kids in high school who are like, oh, here's this brilliant invention I came up with of how to save the environment. They're smart and they're working hard. Yeah, until you hear the research that it's already too late. I know. I know. It's like... But wait, you didn't hear about the science project. This kid was really good. He had (laughs) bubble letters on his thing and it was great. I know. I, I know. I'm... I don't... I'm not totally catastrophizing it. I think that there's... A chance we could pull out. I just, yeah. it's I, I I fear for the possible like, you know, I'll make this quick. <laughs> where when you look at history, like our generation really was the only generation where we weren't there wasn't a war of necessity. 
you know? Yeah. Like, I didn't have to go to war. Right. And that it has always felt in my life like, this is it. We're in a post-war like kind of world where the... Uh, and now it's feeling more and more like that might be an anomaly. Mm. And the idea of my sons having to go to war uh, scares the shit out of me. Of you course. Know? Wait, um, you think that there will be um, conscript- conscription again? There might be war of, of necessity is all I'm saying. Mm. But uh, you think there'll be a draft? Uh, I don't know what whether it'll be a, a draft or a civil war or some kind of like... If- Sorry, what does war of necessity mean? Uh, like World War Two was a war. Like every young man who could fight went to that war because right. we're fighting for our very existence. Whereas, like the Iraq War, uh, you know, <laughs> how does that really impact yeah, us yeah, here? Yeah. Like it kind of. So um, I see. That's what I mean. Like so. It, it, so you can't be un, you can't be unaffected. You can't by be a war in this right. yeah. yeah. This is for our existence, and so right. you need to go fight, young man right. or young woman. Um, and, uh, yeah. And so like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to go down that road too far, but I just think like it's pot, it's, it's, it seems more possible today than it did four years ago. Should we give Elliot the mallet back? Yeah, exactly. He's training. Yeah. Well, He's this is where fine. you go. Like, I need to make sure that they're, they're tough enough, but I don't want to, um, make, I don't want them to lose their sensitivity and their you know ability to nurture which i think is important to being a man uh and so that's going to be a really tough uh you know tightrope to make sure that they get they're they're tough but not so tough that they're uh cut off from cut off from their Their emotional life yeah well, and I also think that nurturing and intuition go hand in hand, and that's going to serve them well. If you yeah. can make a decision based off, oh, okay, this is this is how I should fight. Right. They're going to win. Yeah. You know, the, raise them so that they're not afraid to, <laughs> to take another man's life while at the same time <laughs> being sensitive enough to get lots of We can just get tail. that cross-stitch. I don't know if any of your fans are cross-stitchers, but if we can get that on a pillow, raise yeah. them to take another man's life. <laughs> Um, just to wrap up, I want to say Daniel Mm. did a great job being my support when I was giving birth. Uh, Just don't get carried away. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate it. Thank you. Of course, honey. I mean, honestly, sincerely, uh, it's incredible what you have put yourself through for this family. Like, I mean, I was thinking now that, Owen is here and that's it. We're not having any more. Like I can look back from the beginning of IVF. I mean, it is, but you have put yourself through hell and, you know, in turn put me through hell, <laughs> but yourself through more. And hell. the listeners, I put the list, I've dragged you the listeners through hell people too. People who are still listening to this program. <laughs> God bless you all. You've been through hell. Uh, I mean, it's incredible. Honestly, like, um, and so, uh, you know, for me to have to like focus on you for a little bit of time and comfort you, it's not really that big a deal. Thank you. It's not, it's not, it's not a burden for me to do it. Like in light of everything you've gone through and what you've done. So, uh, and you made perfect little sweeties. Allison, Allison makes 
cute babies. <laughs> Together's, I gotta say, like you guys, it is, I, I think you might be legally required to put them in modeling. <laughs> the cops are going to come get you if you don't. Uh, also, Daniel, that was real sweet. <laughs> that was, oh, I'm, I'm, that was look, real nice. When, you're, when you spend time in labor and delivery and you just see not only the women who are in labor, but the nurses and, you know, the doctors are often women as well. I mean, the women, there's like an army of women on both sides of this thing that are like stronger than most dudes I know. Yeah. Going through hell. And it's impressive as fuck. Like, this isn't like virtue signaling or anything. I got to say, like, any dude who's out there saying women are weak or any guy that's like, you know, men are sorry, that man does not know what the fuck they're talking about. What women go through and the fucking strength it takes to go through that is awe-inspiring. It just is. That's right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Good job. DM me, ladies. <laughs> My DMs are open. <laughs> no, it's it's uh, it's really yeah. So. Well, thanks, Renee. Thank you so much for for listening to our whole story. I am honored. I would genuinely so happy to be here, you guys. It's uh, it's fascinating and amazing, and, and it really is true. Like I watching both of you take care of this little one is. You guys are you good? You're really good. I haven't seen you thank like you. parent before. You're very good. <laughs> Thank you. Well, we'll revisit that when they're adults. Sure. And see what they think. Yeah. And a thank you to you. So on the Sunday when I went to the hospital for the false alarm, I could not get in touch with Isabel temporarily. Um, and I was like, oh, shit, we need to go. To the, we need someone to watch Elliot. Um, and my friend Izzy, who lives nearby, thankfully was able to come watch him. And that was like, but I had reached out to you too. It was you were in doorstep. Oklahoma City. That's true. But yeah. you were like tomorrow. You know, as soon as I get back, I can come straight from the airport. <laughs> um, <laughs> little eager. That's fine. But thank you. Yeah. Of course, thank you. Because if I hadn't been able to reach her, well, no, we ended up going home that night. Right. We were okay. But I would have taken you up on. Oh, that. Uh, yes, thank in a heartbeat. You. And the offer <laughs> continues. Yeah, thank I think you you're so fine much. now. You guys are out of the woods. But yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um. What else is there to say? Listen to my podcast, Childish. Greg Fitzsimmons also has a son named Owen. Um. And so now I think there'll be a lot of like my Owen, your Owen on the show. Um, well, I but- don't call Owen, Owen. It's weird to hear his name. I just call him the second one. Yeah. yeah, of course. <laughs> right. I think uh, you should use uh, last initials like they will in school. Right. Oh, yeah. But um, Greg texted me. Well, I was in the hospital and he's like, I don't want to put pressure on you, but I just want to say Owen is a phenomenal name. <laughs> <laughs> he was really lobbying for Owen. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, listen to that podcast uh, and patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. I'm Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. AllisonRosen.com for everything else. Renee, where might we find you? Yes, a podcast called Can I Pet Your Dog on social media. Renee S. Culvert on Instagram. Renee Culvert on Twitter. Wonderful. You can find me at Daniel Quantz. I'm like, I'm going through people. Yeah, you can find me Daniel Quantz on Twitter and Instagram. Be Quantz on the snappy. <laughs> oh, we, I should have been there for oh, you. I'm God. so sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. And Jeff is Colonel Jeff Fox on Instagram and Twitter. You guys, thank you so much for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? Time.